Kingdom Exhortations. December 2023. Read by Stephen Keysweater. Good morning. Last month, with the Thanksgiving holiday in mind, we discussed the merits and importance of a lifestyle of increasing thankfulness to our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the Holy Spirit. This month, with Christmas approaching, we will discuss the meaning and purpose of the birth of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Quote, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Luke 2, verses 1-7. through it's imperative that we understand that Jesus is a historical figure and that every person who has ever lived or will ever live must deal with that fact and its eternal consequences. As sure as George Washington, Napoleon, or Leonardo da Vinci are historical figures, Jesus Christ is an absolute, verifiable man who lived and walked the earth 2,000 years ago. This fact is made clear not only in the Bible, but in other reliable historical sources. Luke opens his gospel by making it very clear that he is carefully writing an accurate historical account of the life of Jesus. Quote, Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. Luke 1, verses 1-4 through 4. Although certainly a historical figure, Jesus is not like anyone else that has ever lived or will ever live. Jesus is God. Quote, In his defense, Jesus said to them, My Father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. For this reason, they tried all the more to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. John 5, verses 17 and 18. In order to completely deal with mankind's sin by dying on the cross, it was necessary for him to be fully God and fully human. Quote, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Philippians 2, verses 5-8 through eight. The birth of Jesus Christ, or the Incarnation as it's called, is the single most significant event in the history of the world. In the birth of Jesus, God himself, God the Son, took on humanity. Quote, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 verse 14. 700 years before Jesus came into the world, the great prophet Isaiah, led by the Holy Spirit, boldly declared the coming of Jesus, 
who he would be to us, and what he would do. Quote, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. Of all the prophecies in the Bible concerning Jesus, of which there are more than 300, perhaps the most well-known is the birth of Jesus by the Virgin Mary. Isaiah again declares, quote, Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David, is it not enough to try the patience of humans? Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. Isaiah 7, verses 13 and 14. Since the fall of mankind in the Garden of Eden, all humans have been born with the nature of sin. In order for Jesus to sacrifice his life and to be the Savior of the world, it was necessary that he be born without a sinful nature. Ultimately, this was the reason and necessity for the virgin birth. Quote, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Matthew 1, verses 20 through 23. Of all the things we will do this Christmas, nothing will be of greater and lasting value to us than fervently seeking out Jesus as if for the first time. Go on a journey to find him as the wise men did. And when you see him and experience his presence, whether in prayer or Bible study, or when you're simply meditating on his love and goodness towards you, bow down and reverently worship him, laying your earthly treasures at his feet. Quote, then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Matthew 2, verses 7-11 through 11. Let us go now and determine to make this the most Christ-centered, Christ-focused, Christ-like Christmas of our lives. Make a concerted effort to increasingly think about Jesus every day. Quote, Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Hebrews 3 verse 1. As you consider him, keep in mind that Jesus is a historical figure and he is almighty God. Quote, Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? 
We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. John 10, verses 31 through 33. Jesus is the creator of heaven and earth, and the one who keeps us and the universe intact. Quote, the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Colossians 1 verses 15 through 17. Go on a special journey this Christmas to discover Jesus anew. As you encounter him in times of prayer, praise and thanksgiving, and Bible study, bow down and worship him as the wise men did, determining to increasingly lay your earthly treasures of your time, talents, and money at his feet to be used by him for his kingdom and his purposes. Above all, if you're not certain that you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior for the forgiveness of your sins and the salvation of your soul, then do it now. Simply and earnestly humble yourself before him, acknowledging your sinfulness and hopeless desperation without him. Pray and ask Jesus to save you from your sin and eternal hell and to bring you to heaven when you die. Proclaim your belief and trust in him alone as your risen Savior. Quote, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans 10 verse 13. Keep in mind that it's not as much our words that matter to God when receiving and calling on Jesus, but the genuineness and sincerity of our heart. Quote, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. Jesus has been abundantly clear that he is the single and only way to have our sins forgiven, to come into relationship with God the Father as our Heavenly Father, and to go to heaven when Jesus returns again or when we die. Quote, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. John 14, verses 6 and 7. Have a blessed, merry, and Christ-filled Christmas. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5-9